Welcome to Mahogany Voices Podcast. I'm your host, Tish, along with my co-host friends, Cynthia, Joanne, Stephanie, Tracy, Ethray. Yeah, so welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome Ladies. to episode number eight. Yay! Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on this another snowy Sunday. Mm. And it's Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. I know my Ravens not in it, but I don't care. I'm still mm-hmm. repping the Ravens all night. Yes. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode. And thank you for tuning in and watching our last episode over 50 and dating let me tell you that was a really fun episode for me it was a lot of laughs a lot of stories so if you haven't checked it out go ahead over to your favorite podcast platform and listen to it or go to our youtube page so you can see our beautiful faces while we're talking about it okay all (laughs) right so this week the episode is about Mothers and their sons. Mm -hmm. What a special relationship. (laughs) But before we get into that, we're going to say hello to the ladies. Hello, ladies. What's up, girls? Yes. How was your weekend? Tell me all about it. Another snowy get ready for the snowstorm. How was it? Get ready. We got ready for the snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) What's snow? What's snow? You ain't see the snow? Girl, that, that wasn't snow. That was some Still dust. Out there. Go look. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was driving through the snow this morning, so I know oh, it was there. Because I was sliding on some of it. Oh, so goodness. I know it was and there. I cleaned it off my car. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's still out there. Been I don't out. know where you live at. Side of town, I'm on the sunshine and bright. Ain't no snow out. Whatever. <laughs> That's that It cup. is now. Okay. I'm, looking, I'm looking out the window right now. You should have looked, out, looked a, a few hours ago when it was snowing. Saw that too. You got that cup out already? It <laughs> <laughs> is Super Bowl Sunday. Like Pitch said, I mean, that means she has a lot of cups out. But I'm rooting for Pat. Mm-hmm. You you rooting for who? Pat. Who's Pat? Yeah, she's you got said a lot Pat? Pat. Oh, Pat. Oh, oh. <laughs> Will you oh, just okay. say the man's name? Pat. I thought she said Pack. Like oh, Pat. As okay. in Patrick. Yeah, okay. Pat. All right, well, you know, you see, you know, it's mighty strange, as they say. (laughs) Who knows what's going to happen? That uh, Tom Brady, not with the Patriots, and all of a sudden the team he's on is in the Super Bowl. Right. No figure. (laughs) They say he's been to more Super Bowls than anybody? Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. You know, I think he was 42. Yeah, this might be his last hurrah. I think he might be retiring. So yeah. it's no, I think he's going another year. He say, I, I know. He said it. 
Well, I'm let's see for... what let's see what God says. Yeah, they're gonna, they gonna go for them legs tonight. Yeah, but I'm rooting oh, for the yeah. buffalo wing, the obey wing, the bake wing. <laughs> Yeah, she's talking about the old smacks. And the jerk and the jerk wins. And the jerk it on the Super Bowl food. Right. I love the snacks. And the celery. (laughs) The game is good, but them snacks just bring everything together. I can't wait for the commercials. That's what I was going to say. For the commercials. They bring Tom Brady through the locker room now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't wait for the commercials. I but love yeah, it. Um, Cynthia, you can't have that on right now. Well, that's you in my house. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta focus How you on gonna us. tell me. Focus I on am us, focused. girl. Don't let your eyes go up in the air like that. Well, I heard the game that not on. They're not gonna have the same I let y'all know what, the, what commercials are on. So commercials apparently cost five million dollars. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Um, some of those um regular ones that we're used to seeing, they said that because they felt like it was kind of risky advertising yeah. in the time that we're in, that they're not yeah. gonna do it, which yeah. gives other people the opportunity to advertise. So they thought it was gonna be more uplifting stuff, more things to make you, you know, make you laugh. So I thought that was pretty interesting oh, because yeah, those were some big name people you know like i don't know if you know we can say those like the pepsi the budweiser you know those um clydesdale we all like mm-hmm. to see those things so it's gonna be pretty uh, interesting to see uh, the new commercials uh, yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be different for sure mm-hmm. oh so, steph um, i see the sun oh yeah so what did i do this weekend um got on my nerve did she? Look, Did she? Look, Did y'all. They, they all, they already know that's not real. <laughs> you like to skate with ice skates on people's nerves. <laughs> there was ever another lifetime, y'all were brothers, and y'all were, <laughs> y'all were brothers in another lifetime. Oh that's her. God. That's her kin. Yeah, exactly. That's my, my little brother right here. there. Definitely kinfolk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I didn't do anything um this weekend. I mean, because it snowed earlier in the week, so mm-hmm. I was kind of in until Thursday. Then my supermarket run, and that was it. I mean, I did watch um, did, did what Tracy? Did you watch um Wendy Williams? I did not watch. Oh, they been, I'm sorry. She's been interviewing everywhere. And they still been talking about that thing. They <laughs> moved on to something. Oh, else. you know what? I did make um another vegan dish. I yeah. Made, yeah. Um, Let's talk about oh, we didn't get to talk about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made some spaghetti was off the chain. What did you make, Joanne? Zucchini spaghetti. Ooh. Oh, okay. Mm. With um, with uh, of course, meat, meatless meatballs, and it was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. I should have sent you a picture of it. Did you make your own um zucchini spaghetti? You got the tool that makes it. You know, you, no, I bought a shredder. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, summertime. She's not there yet. I had. Not. I had I had one. Y'all already shredded. Oh, okay. Cynthia likes to do that kind of stuff. I have the um the vegetable. Yeah, Are you good? Vegetti. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right. But I do oh, have my know. squash in the refrigerator. That one I'm going to do myself. Mm-hmm. After we I cut did. it. I did oh. the spaghetti squash. That sucker. Oh my god, it was hard to cut. 
Right. Oh, Cynthia. Guess yes, what? My sister what you said found? that she found out that because she was like, I'm trying to figure out how to cut this thing. With yeah, without oh, hurting my fingers. But somebody, she looked it up and somebody said they put a wet paper towel around it, put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes. Really? And it softened up. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, wow. I, 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 I still had us. I did the first one. Um, I did the spaghetti squash with in the um oven, and you know scraped it and tossed and sautéed some um squash and some zucchini and onions together. Mm. Oh, so good. Mm. So, so I did theirs with shrimp. Mine didn't have shrimp because I don't eat seafood like that. Oh, okay. Um, was, I bought two of them because I was going to make two of them. And I knew we would eat a lot of it. But by the time I finished cutting the first one, it was ridiculous. I was tired. <laughs> I was tired. My so hands hurt. Is the squash the noodles or you put noodles in there too? No. If you take a spaghetti squash and cut it in half and like um, massage it down with some olive oil, put a little bit of seasoning on it turn it face down on some parchment paper and put it in the oven for about 20 minutes. Take it out and just scrape it with a fork. You have spaghetti squash. So that's why, that's why they call it spaghetti, spaghetti squash. squash. <laughs> it looks like spaghetti. It looks like spaghetti when you when you Cook um, it. scrape it with your fork. Yeah, so that by itself. Say wrap it in a paper towel. Yeah, it dampen a paper towel and wrap it around it and put it in the microwave. I think she said she put it in the microwave for like five minutes. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I I want that's that the, the only squash, thing because it's so easy to make. Yes, like, it's so it's easy so... to make. It's um, quick. So Stephanie, you said you made the um vegan spaghetti with the yeah. um, meatless meatballs. How was that? They were the meatballs. I thought were excellent. You know, I brought them from Wegmans, mm -hmm. right? And <laughs> they were good. I was totally surprised. So I had, I had um, broccoli, I had Brussels sprouts, mm -hmm. onions, tomatoes, green peppers, um, a little cabbage in it. I had all the vegetables in it. It was really good. You had cabbage and spaghetti? Yeah, little, Oh, I ain't never put cabbage and spaghetti. Yeah, just little cut it up real fine and put it in oh. shredded out. No big not no big thick. Pieces. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, That's different. So I mean, then you know, I put um I, I use uh what's that um wine, the wine sauce. Mm. <laughs> you know, Gotta have that wine, don't you? Okay. <laughs> Girl, I tell you, when I'm in that kitchen, up. I think I'm Chef Boyardee. You mm. know who got, what kind of spaghetti sauce did you use? I used um, some organic, something or another that I've never used. Normally I use, you know, um, ragu. But because it was vegan, a vegan dish, I used <laughs> some kind of, don't even get me the name, I don't even know. But it was um, um. all I know is Wegman's got the best spaghetti sauce. That's where I got it from. Wegman's gonna have but to I can't tell you, you what it was. Huh? It was, I said I got it from Wegman's, an organic one, mm. vegetable organic. So it has mm. some vegetables in it already. 
Mm-hmm. They, they got the best spaghetti sauce. Their spaghetti sauce only 99 cents, and it tastes mm. divine. Oh, I don't think I got the 99 cent one. Mm. I, I know I didn't get the 99 I mean, cent. was it Wegmans brand? Just because you got it from Wegmans don't mean it was Wegmans brand. I'm talking about Wegmans brand. Oh, no, I didn't get Wegmans brand. I just oh. picked up some kind of oh, organic. We're not talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Wegmans brand is the best. Probably got Nature's Promise or Betrolies oh. by something. It wasn't cheap. Mm. She got Betrolies. What did you, um, <laughs> what did you fix, Steph? Um, for the dish, I did the, um, uh, I can't, what's the name of the, uh, Oh, jackfruit. Yeah, I did the jackfruit and some jasmine rice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like it, it, I haven't tried right. jackfruit. I don't it's really like good. jasmine rice. It does. I love jasmine rice. I love it. She jasmine rice me to death. Me too. Mm. Everything. I love it. I've never yeah. had. So what no, about I'm... you, Trace? No, no, I didn't cook. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You said that too quick. No, no, no. no. I didn't cook. No, oh, I no. did try to, um, <laughs> the cauliflower wings, and they were. How was that? Now, I did see that in the store. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Oh, it was well, so good. I made okay. my cauliflower wings. I didn't wings. make mine. I made my I own. never made it. And this was the bird's eye cauliflower um, wings with the yeah, parmesan, I I the parmesan and something. I, I got it from Safeway. They're good. And yeah. it was, I ate the whole bag, so. Because I try to cut back on getting, uh, you know, preservatives and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I I try to make my own stuff so you know exactly what's in it. Well, I just want to try it because y'all said I got that ice cream, that Soho ice cream. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What flavor? With some salt and milk. Oh, my Salt caramel? Yeah. Salted caramel. But that's something you cannot eat in one. Well, you shouldn't eat it in one sitting. It, Why? It is. Oh, why? you got the paint. My, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my own preference because it was really good, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, this at one time it can't be good for me." So, no. but <laughs> it was really good, and I haven't been able to do you know dairy or milk for a long time. I just cut it out, so it was really a nice treat, and that could. What, why was what so flavor good. did you get? Cashew. Oatmeal. Cashew. Cashew. You like the cashew one? Yes, it was mm. really really I, good. I was really surprised, but I, I was. I was really happy about it because I haven't had ice cream <laughs> a good two years. And I'm a, I was an ice cream fanatic, and um, mm, I love ice cream. Yeah, it, blessed it. it blessed me. Oh, I still have, I got some left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but y'all should try making those cauliflower wings. It's so easy to make. That's the thing. It seems so easy. easy. It seems easy, but so so I, easy. I saw Can we just it stop past your house and get some? Can we? Just I know, try right? It? <laughs> the oh, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. I mean, well, once we, yourself. you know, pandemic is over and stuff, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a cook some stuff for y'all. Maybe we could broadcast at your kitchen table. You know, right. You know, I like when um when I cook something for someone, I like to see yeah, them yeah. enjoy it. We'll oh, FaceTime you while we eat. Okay, I don't know. We'll see. I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all all know. Right, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm all sure right, everybody yeah. got a microwave by now. A microwave? Yeah. When well, we come and get it from you, take it home and microwave it so we oh, can eat yeah. your face uh, stuff. Yeah. Since I don't have a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got a microwave, damn it. 
how you know. <laughs> well, y'all didn't do anything else um, on Sunday. the weekend. Well, yeah, I didn't eat. Um, yesterday, I guess it was um, <laughs> it was date night with Sarah. Oh, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many movies we watched. I know I was the first one asleep. Oh, you know, of course they said, "Ma, wake up!" <laughs> I wasn't asleep, <laughs> but it was. Um, I can't remember this one movie, but it was good. It was the first one out of I don't know. I think four. I don't know how oh, long wow. we just stayed. Wow. Yes. Hey, good stuff. Have you watched Harlem seen Nights this? yesterday and um watch twenty four. I watched twenty four. Was that good? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Have y'all sure? ever watched this movie called Passage? Oh, all right. Passage. It, yeah, it's a series. I thought it was a movie. So at like twelve thirty last night, I was skimming through. I thought it was a movie. Right? It's about a little black girl who um had these special powers that this oh, I did see the advertising. Right. Mm. So I didn't know it was a um a series. A series. So mm. when I watched I, the first I saw one, that. I was like, damn, that was good. And lo and behold, here come the next one. So I've been up 12 hours. <laughs> mm -hmm. I watched the whole thing. 12 see, hours. You can day. watch series. See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. No, but I don't want to be up 12 hours. I'm sleepy right now. I've been up 12, just 12 hours watching that. Well, just say I'm only going to watch four and then come back and watch the other. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was good. Mm. Yeah, um, remember, remember back in the day when the series, you had to wait a whole week to right? watch it. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I mean, well, all all the TV was like that. I mean, they right. still have some series now that's like that, but all TV was like that. It was mm -hmm. like, what? So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'm glad y'all um, enjoyed your weekend. I mean, you know, we're going to have the Super Bowl to cap off the weekend, so. Right, right, right. I can't oh, wait yeah. to get to them wings, Tracy. Can't wait to get to them wings. Yes. So, are y'all cooking anything Started. special for Super Bowl today? I nope. don't know. Stanley in the kitchen doing some stuff. I saw a lot of wings out. So, okay, Stan, can I we come over? Gonna, uh, <laughs> make some things happen. So, so I, I, I don't I know. Just I just go buy the stuff and he makes it. So, <laughs> I think I want to experiment a little bit since you didn't board up the cauliflower. So, I'm thinking that um, I might try it today. Ooh, yeah. Yes, let us know. If I had some cauliflower, I'd try it too. I did. I bought some, so that's why I'm saying that. All right. Yes, let us know. Delicious. It's Going so for good. the wings and celery. <laughs> I'm going to make um, some uh, fettuccine Alfredo with some salmon in it. That's Ooh. what I'm making. Yeah, that's enough. Um, That'll make you shout. Yeah. Yeah. I, need yeah. <laughs> some, um, I need to do a drive-by. <laughs> Stanley yeah. had a cheese knock, 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 cradle, knock. but he put chicken in it, so, so that was pretty good. Okay, yeah. Mm, good. I got some broccoli. I love broccoli. Ooh, mm. I can't wait. <laughs> I am making some cabbage, though. I love cabbage. I do, I too. Some cabbage. And I want a good salad and some wings today. For mm. Ooh. Mm -mm. Ooh. Wait a minute. I'm yes. going to Good salad and some wings. Cucumbers and onions and green pepper. Sounds good. Uh, carrots, Ooh. olives. 
Oh my gosh, this salad was so good. I just was like blown away at my own salad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like this, and I'm using the um, I'm not really doing um creamy dressing, so I use the Italian dressing. I didn't make it. Like, I know Tish were like make your own, but um, I tried. Um, <laughs> um, what is the Olive Garden um salad dressing? Because mm-hmm. I love Olive Garden's house dressing. So I bought it. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I'm not doing bread. So I was like, I can remember back in the day, I would take my bread and put it in this dressing. Yes. So yeah. Like trying to take my cucumber and roll it around in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm ready for the salad and the wings. Yes. Well, I can't wait to hear about the after effects after y'all eating all that good food watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> but we're going to um, get ready to move on over to my favorite part of the episode, which is the Hump Day Stress Reliever. All right, Steph, come on. Give us something good now. <laughs> All right, my MVP listeners, how are you today, this wonderful weekend? How are you doing? So today, you know, is hump day, and we're going to be listening to a nice little piece by a friend of mine, Maurice Eclectic, Mr. DJ. So we're going to move right on in. Rocking tissue. <laughs> I see you, Shorty. Oh. Hey. Come on, ladies. Y'all feeling the vibe? Yeah. I feel like going to the club right now. I know. That do make you want to skate across the Hey. Okay, Tracy. <laughs> yes. Ladies, I so hope you enjoyed that little piece. All right, all right. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> Who said woo first? <laughs> I'm laying down. I know. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. Yes. So, yes. For our new listeners, our hump day stress reliever is like our gift to you. You know, it's so many times we don't take any time for ourselves. So we want to at least give you one minute of your day on a Wednesday where you could just focus on you. Not anything else that's going on around you. Dance like nobody's watching. If you just want to sit still and meditate for that one minute, do that. It's it's your minute. So do what you want. All right. So yeah. So now we're going to move on over to let the voices speak for themselves. <laughs> and our co-host today is Cynthia, a.k.a. Oh, Cynthia. the Nutty Professors in the house. Yay! Hey, hey, hey. 
<laughs> so our topic this week is boys and their mothers. So, uh, yeah, I got some of those. I got some of those. Um, and I want to start us off with a quote. This is from um, an author, um, Sherry Fuller. Sherry Fuller. And co her quote is, a mother's love doesn't make her son more dependent and timid. It actually makes him stronger and more independent. Mm. Uh, you know, and a lot of times people say that, um, you know, you got to have a father figure. You got to, the, nowadays we are so strong that we raise these independent boys and we raise them to be caring. And I think that um, a lot of times they build their relationships based on the strength that they see coming from their mothers, um, the love and the relationships that they see their mothers have um, caring and sensitive. And, you know, mothers, we wear our heart on our sleeves. Um, so thinking about my three sons, and I'm not going to do me yet, but I want you all to think about Wasn't your it a sons. TV show? Yes, my three sons. I remember the music. I'm sorry. Fred, Mary. No, not by <laughs> but just thinking about the relationships that you have with your sons, and I know Joanne, you have a godson, so it still does doesn't negate the fact that you are a mother to him. That's you are that sad. mother feel. What's um, your relationship like with your godson? Oh, I know I, I love kids in general, um, and when it comes to my godson, which is like uh, the, the youngest of all of my oh. godchildren, is my godson. And so um, I, I love them. And I, gosh, I got to be so very careful with this. So but I love my goddaughters, but that godson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't know if it's because we are women and we know how women are. But don't mm -hmm. mess with my God's son. Mm -hmm. nah. mm -hmm. at all. Not He's, the nah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was a nah in there. Mm -hmm. He's politically correct. I mean, as women, we know our value and we know our worth. And as a woman, I know the value of my godson and I know his worth. And um, I don't want any woman to take advantage of that at all from my perspective. Absolutely. And so um, I, I, I know how a mother feels. Um, same way with my brother coming up being an older sister. I don't play when it comes to that young man at all. Um, I cherish him. I love him. And I'm very guarded of him as I am with the girls. But when it comes to him, hands down. Hands down, it's not a lot of <laughs> um, but I'm very protective of him. One because we hear a lot about you know protect the, our black men, um, this or it's protect right. um the young men. The hardest job is being a man, um, coming up and a young man anyway. And a lot of them don't have a voice. But they were in a day and an age where this generation that we're coming up now, they have so much to say and they're doing so much, and people are trying to cut them off. And so I think they deserve to have a platform to speak their minds in to do what it is that they have the passions for. So 
don't ever try to stop him from doing what he wants to do. Just like I wouldn't want anyone to stop any of your sons from anything. I stand up for young men and young women everywhere. But when it comes to the young men, I really have a heart um, for them. And um, all Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And what about you, Tracy? Um, how, what's your relationship like with your son? Because I know I have three sons, so I have three different relationships. Right. I have to be three different people with them, each yeah. one. So what about you and your son? And I know he helps you a lot with your podcast setup, and he cares about his mom simply because he knows his mom cares about him. So he practiced what he saw from you. So what is it that he's taken away from you? If I had to give one word to describe my son, I would say he is a nurturer. Mm. My son loves his children. And mm. sometimes you don't think you always got it right. But if, mm -mm. if how he loves his children is an indication of how I love him, then I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. That's where he um, got it from. He yes. was always called a mama's boy. And that thing will burn <laughs> his bridges. And I started getting after people for calling my son, my baby, my 34-year-old baby, a mama's boy. Or, you know, for a long time, I said, well, you start telling people, if that means that you love your mother, then yes, you're a mama's boy. Right. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Most women marry a mama's boy because how he treats his mama usually yep. reflects how he's Absolutely. His and I have a good relationship with his wife, thank God. Um, he good. is a good man. I'm so grateful to God of of how he's grown up to be a good man, a good father, a good husband, a good son. Mm. Um, he's respectful. He's not perfect because Lord knows this child, well, this young man is spoiled rotten. He would say he is not. Who spoiled him? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But he definitely tries to spoil me. Um, I, I got I, an idea. I try not to interfere. I don't ask for anything from him. Um, he gets really angry with me because he my, if you need me, you call me. Um, when we talked last week about dating and I over, you know, 50 and over, uh, when I got a divorce, my son was not the happiest person. Oh. And after the divorce and some years after I, I decided to date, he said, well, mom, you don't have to go out on a date. <laughs> you want to go see the movies, I'll call me. I'll take you to the movies. <laughs> oh. His wife was like, you know, all about me. So, right. So after all, I had to get his wife to become my ally so that I can go on a date. My oh. son, he was not having me. He was like, no, ma, you just come. You can come live with us. I said, rule one. If oh. you want to keep your wife, you don't invite your mother to come live with you. <laughs> That's rule number one. But I do. I thank God for him. He has such a good heart. He is um, a very caring, very nurturing person. He's thoughtful. And like I say, he doesn't always get it right, but neither do I. But um. I wouldn't change anything about him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm -hmm. change anything about him. That's I didn't awesome. want to cut that April spring. It took me a long time. Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> I was grabbing back at it like, no. Look, I'm still mine. holding. I'm Look, still holding. So, but no, I had, I'm glad you got that lighting right because you were about to get a beat. Oh, he light. was going to get me. <laughs> he was right. Get that he, he is so supportive. He is so mm. supportive. Sometimes I have to like push him back because I'm like you know give me some room yeah, because he gets it from his mama I know yeah. over the mm -hmm. helicopter I can't wait for, for a long to have time. him on our podcast mm -hmm. oh my god it's gonna be so funny he has a sense of humor um he'll take over mm. he'll take over but... all right Zeph what about you and Zori <laughs> um I think as a woman we all know that we probably raised our sons a lot different than when we raised our daughters oh absolutely because got some of them my, too. <laughs> my daughter, right? 
has already told me that I expect more from her than I do Zori. Mm. I guess wow. because we wow. expect more because our mothers did. expected more of us. Exactly. And I guess because of the roles that they assumed that we would take on mm-hmm. to be um to do in a household. But there's one thing I could say about that little person, that little boy. Always <laughs> be our little boys. That's I know you always. don't mean it, but young man, I can always mm-hmm. say about that young man. He is he has my compassion. Mm-hmm. And like Tracy said, when you see the good in you and them, you figure you've done something right. Mm-hmm. right. He definitely has my compassion. He's always willing to help no matter what. And he has just a good spirit. Mm-hmm. And with our girls, we just teach them that they have to have all that and some. Mm-hmm. I never had to tell him he had to be good spirited or whatever. He's a man. He can basically, because of the norms of our society, can get away with being mean. Mm-hmm. He can get away with womanizing. And I could never get away with being a uh, having right. more than one male friend. Exactly. He would be considered a promiscuous. Yeah. They never use that word in a in a man's Man. name mm-hmm. in the same sentence. So exactly. there's definitely different norms and traditions that I had to tell her growing up that she couldn't do that um, Zori could that could get away with. Exactly. And that's just like I told her in a, a favorite line in a perfect world. In a perfect world, it wouldn't be that way. But it's not, and this is what our society calls for, and it's going to take a lot to reshape it and something else. But yeah, it's something about them boys, especially when they're your first, because I'll try anybody. Zoe thought the sun and the moon rolled on me, and I was like, yes! What? (laughs) (laughs) I could do that. What? Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. My mother. Mom. Yes. Well, Steph, you and your baby boy. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, wait a minute. We can't hear your sound. Say it again. Uh, say it again. What say you? <laughs> <laughs> your sound is out. Uh oh. Nope, not yet. Well, we, while you adjust your volume, <laughs> let's swing on over to Tish. Tish. Yeah, come on. Scoop. 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 <laughs> so I'll just say this. I, I, first of all, I wanted a boy when I was pregnant. I like, I wanted a boy. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I had, I wanted six, but I was like, my first, I wanted to be a boy first. Yes. And the moment I found out when he came out that it was a boy, it was it I knew it was gonna change my life. Mm-hmm. And um I just it's something about them boys and watching my mother with her sons, I knew it was gonna be a special relationship. That's like right. I just knew mm-hmm. it. Um and then when he was 16. And he got his first job at Giant Foods. And he told me that I didn't have to buy him any more school clothes. Wow. Because he know I'm a single parent. He's going to make sure he got his stuff. I knew then that he was going to be something special in the world. I just knew. Um, I I, I was like kind of taken aback. I'm like... You don't need me, like, right, you know, right, I right. like no, I, I want right, to do that. Right, but right. but um, 
you know, but just the fact that at that age, he could look at the situation and say, analyze it for himself. I want to step up and, and help out, you know. Right. right. Um, I always thought that <laughs> once he became a man, um, I would not worry about him as much, but uh. it's the total opposite. Yeah. Oh yes, especially oh, wow. what we're dealing with in the world right yes. now. Like mm-hmm. I worry so much about him because he is such—he's a kind person. Mm-hmm. He sees good in people, like mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I—I I just worry about you know the nastiness that's out in the world. Yeah, you know? right, right. And um, I know. He's not going to change. No, but it's people coming into his life. That's what I I worry about. Um, But um, you know, me and Scoop, like that's 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 my my boy. You know, yeah, that's my boy. You know, (laughs) I had him at twenty. So you know, even though I wasn't a teenage mom, but it still kind of felt like we grew up together. You know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was still home when I had them. And one thing I did learn real quick <laughs> is that <laughs> having him at home, I realized quickly that a mother's love is different than That's a grandparent's what, love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they love them more. They love oh, them more. My God. They love them more. That's they true. like them more. And they I don't really, like us. Yeah, and Thank I really you. think at some point there was a little bit of jealousy there. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> I wasn't jealous. Because I was just that a was one. Like, Hold up. How the hell is he listening to you and not me? Oh my but God. How, do, how did they get their perspective? Like, okay, this is my grandchild. Oh, no. They can do, say, it, make ooh, anything. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So what I, told I, how you talk to him? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing yeah. with him? Yeah. What you I'm like, what? You're not wiping his nose right. Girl. I'm like, I'm not a baby. The grandparents not no joke. <laughs> well, yeah, so. I sit in the grandparent <laughs> seat, and everything you saying is true. I know. Yeah, <laughs> tell me now. Same. As much as I love that son of mine, I will whip his behind for my grandson. I know that's right, and they know it because he'll say something. They'll look at me like, <laughs> exactly. You just see this, and exactly. I'm like, mom. And my daughter right. does the same thing. She's like, right. they don't do this when you're home. When you're home, everything is different. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, because I, I, I remember that yeah. with my grandmother and my mother. My mother looked at me sideways a couple of yeah. times. I was like, it was something about my grandmother that just made everything feel like home, home. It was right. Like, my son told me, and that's this is when I really knew that it was a difference. He told me he was going to tell grandma on me. That's right. <laughs> you should have been scared. I'm gonna tell grandma on you. What? <laughs> what did you do? You did something wrong. Like, we are not brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> you may find out. You're about to find out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Just wait till she get in. <laughs> right. Well, Steph, is your sound up? I believe so. There we go. Much was the internet. Five seconds ago, I was telling Tracy she was going to get it beaten, and then it was my turn, and you couldn't hear me. Yes, see, like, wasn't ready for you. Wasn't ready well, for talk you. fast. Talk fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my son is, is the light of my life. Mm. Right? 
He is a sports player, and I am his absolute number one fan. Hey. You know, hey. and as much as we bump heads because I got a divorce from his father when he was like 10. Mm -hmm. So he didn't really know how to take that. And he struggled. So I was like, okay, you want to go live with your dad? That's fine. So I had to love him from afar. Mm -hmm. Right. And he went through a lot, but I was still there. You know, I, I, I longed at Good. night, you know, my son, mm -hmm. you know, I'm running from this place to that place to watch his games, you know, and then he wind up going to school with Zeph, you know, and he is, he's kind of like me, that loving kid. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I look at him and I'm like, where did this nice, polite boy come from? Because he's a <laughs> total butthole at home. Come from his grandmother. <laughs> Maybe. His grandma. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But he's so kind and genuine. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's polite. And sometimes his politeness overwhelms me. Mm -hmm. And he loves kids. I love kids. And he will sit and play and watch a little kid any day. That's just in his heart. Mm -hmm. You know, and he he's just a loving kid. Mm -hmm. right? unexpected but from me but I still love him though you know at, at the end of the day you know but it's a joy and it's mm -hmm. really a joy and I look at him but my girl I love her to death I'm like Zeph you know we raise him different you know mm -hmm. people look at him might say he's a mama's boy but you know he's my boy that's right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I I hit that road three times, <laughs> and you know, when they say, um, "Well, who's your favorite?" You can't. I don't. I, I I never look at it. They have a favorite thing they do for me. Exactly. Um, but none of my boys are like my absolute favorite because they all are totally different. Totally different makeup. Um, with the oldest. That's Chad. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, and it's weird because each one of them have a part of me that I can see. Right. You know, um, Chad, he's cunning. He's creative. And he's a people pleaser. Mm. Every, every job he's had, he's been on top of his game. It's like no time before he's running things. And I'm like, yeah. That's good. That's, that's he me. got it from his mama. <laughs> that's me. He got me. it from his mama. You know, um, you know, he watched me as a single parent do my thing. He watched me go to school. He watched me make a name for myself. And I can see him doing that for himself. He's got to make it. He always, he's always telling me, my, y'all should do this on your podcast. I'm telling you because I do this and this is what it does for me. So he's always, he has a business sense. So Chad is my business-minded son. Kevin, whoo wait. <laughs> That's that little rascal kind of kid. You know, just anything he does is like unexpected. It's like, what? <laughs> you did what? And you got away with it. So Kevin is crafty. He any way he can get it done, he will get it done. That's me. I'm gonna get it done. He's the middle child, right? Yes, totally. <laughs> There is a middle child syndrome, and I want y'all oh, to know it is alive and true in Kevin. Kevin is very crafty. I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have dared done anything like that. 
but he takes chances. Kevin takes big chances. But you know, when when I was raising him, I didn't take a lot of chances because I was nervous. Um, because he just put that that nervousness in me. Couldn't leave him alone with nothing. A tube of toothpaste, he was going to squeeze all of the toothpaste out of it. You know? Really? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, the, you know the big, when they had the big 64-pack of gum? This, uh. this fool chewed every piece once and <laughs> spit them in the trash can. So he's a daredevil. He's going to do it. Now, Trey, wow. He is, uh, I mean... There's nothing that he cannot do. Oh. When he was young, uh, when he was in um, pre-K, they put limits on him because they labeled him as autistic, but he was high-functioning autistic. He can play any instrument you give him. Wow. He teaches himself. Wow. Uh, when he went to high school and he said, um, Mom, I think we're going to go out for a play. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was I was so nervous and I'm like Lord just watch him just watch over him please because you know I watch over all these Baltimore City kids <laughs> watch over him you know and he flourished wow. you know and it was like he's so great and when I watch him on stage it's like he's just himself you know <laughs> so um all of my boys, I, I give them so much credit. Um, and like I said, each one of them, I see a piece of me in them, you right. know, and I knew that I had to be independent because, like I said, I was a single mom for a while. Um, so they had to see me be strong. They had to see mm -hmm. me struggle. I never hid anything from them. And I, um, I love how kind they are. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them kind and i love to hear people talk about my sons and i was, i pat myself on the back don't that make right you feel me. good yes yeah. you know it's a it's, it's such a difference being a mom to a son um because i don't have not one son that cannot cook for themselves awesome. i don't have not one son that Ooh. cannot do their own laundry make their own right. way Girl. you know and when they say that um oh you need a man really a lot of those skills they pick up from watching their mama, you know. So, yeah, in certain situations when you have a rambunctious little boy that sees life in, in a totally different light. But when you raise them up right, you raise mm -hmm. them up in the way you want them to go, then all you can do is sit back and reap the rewards from what they bring to the table, what they bring to you. And I guarantee you, nail one of them gonna say curse word around me <laughs> if they, <laughs> they curse somewhere out there and oh, they don't my. let it reach me oh, absolutely you know so it's like you know you better not say that in front of me and they you still have that hold on them or oh, you better not do that in front of me you better not say that in front of me i better not get wind of it because when i do get wind of it yeah it's gonna break loose so I think it's gonna break us, loose. Us, okay. Yes, it's, it's gonna break loose. I feel like busting loose. You know? I feel like busting loose. So it, it's you know I'm I look at other 
moms and their sons and I say, how in the world can they be that disrespectful? You know, what in the world happened? That was you know, my, that's what happened. I was going to interject. Um, the, so the consensus is that all of our sons are gentlemen. They're very yes. compassionate, gentlemen very thoughtful, first. and they, they're, they're mom's boys, they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So what happened, um, our boys who were practically born like 80s, early 90s, I'm, I guess that you get your children. What happened? It's, because it's, I was, I was it's because we, it's, it's because we, no, went, it's saying, because <laughs> we went to Forest Park. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> because but, we're right. the class of 85. Yeah. <laughs> was what's the slogan yeah we're the class to succeed and strive because we're the class, the class of 85 yeah but you know i just um tip my hats off to all these women who are strong enough to raise these sons um in the way that they should go you know not so many people are that fortunate where they uh have these sons where you know they feel like giving themselves a pat on their back for what they see them doing out there in the world in the environment so hats off to every last one of us every last one of you for doing a dang on thing you know <laughs> i applaud you ladies. Yeah. yeah yes indeed yeah. And i believe that's a key statement that you made that um that you wanted to raise your kids i believe the difference between a lot of women then now and that is to come that we went through a stage where some women didn't want to raise their kids right yeah i hear how all of you talk about how your parents your mom the grandmother syndrome wanted Mm -hmm. to take over and tell you that's not what you do and so your sons wanted to tell on you to your parent (laughs) however we have young girls today who want their mothers to raise those kids for them wow they don't Mm want to raise them and i think that's a defining point right there and that's where some of the division comes in so they have no respect for their mother because they didn't take the time out to want to spend time with that son and mm-hmm. I believe no child whether it's a son or a daughter they do remember that um, that their parent did not want to spend that quality time it's not right. what you buy a child it's the time that you absolutely spend amen amen it's so very important because it's preach PJ and people fail to understand that you need to instill that value and that worth that you want to see in your child blossom mm-hmm. and manifest in the, in the future. And not just think you can put a $100 pair of tennis shoes on them mm-hmm. or a sweatsuit for whatever reason and think that they're, they're going to appreciate that. They're going to remember when you told them they were no good. They're going to remember when you told mm-hmm. them that they were mm-hmm. this and It's going to stay. It's going to stay right there so very hurtful and children remember from the mm-hmm. age of three is when their memory span starts to remember and they start keeping that into their own little psyche and so I think that's one of the biggest differences that is between some females today um, versus um, when you all became parents is that you mm-hmm. did not allow your parent to raise your sons you raised them yourself mm-hmm. and I think there was some of us and some of the young ladies they can't give out what they didn't have that's or what right, wasn't right. given to them so like your yeah, passion absolutely. for young men that's my true. passion for young women and mentoring them I see that the young ladies who have babies they're like well why didn't you do this well ain't nobody said to me you know so that's right, when right, we right. come in and we start right. mentoring to these ladies that you have to tell your children that you love them and not call them right. MFs 
They get your A S S E. Oh, well, I never forget Absolutely. going up North Avenue in the summertime. My window was down. This girl had a baby in her arms. She had to put, she had one on her little on her thing. She was pushing one baby and like a little two year old walking behind. She said, Bring mm. your MF. Mm-mm-mm. I'm mm. like, He too. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm thinking he too, right. but right. she was so probably just so much on her, but That's she straight so took it out on this little baby wow. who was walking behind her. So, right. how can you expect him? So she, he's already MF in her mind. I mean, right. it was all his fault. <laughs> his name. You can see, yeah, where his life is going to be going, praying not. Right. You know, but that's yeah. because she, well, ain't nobody tell her exactly. that they loved her or told her her work, exactly. so it transfers to that y'all know I'm big on generational stuff. Oh, absolutely. So, you can't give what you don't have, like you said, Tracy. You absolutely. Don't absolutely. Nobody so, pours into them. They can't pour it back yeah. into. Because that's one thing our parents did to us. Mm-hmm. They right. gave us. That's not love. And even teachers like Cynthia, like Cynthia yeah. would have been my mm-hmm. most favorite teacher. Cynthia, I don't know if you remember Miss McMillan. From oh, she used to keep my hands warm. Her, <laughs> she would put my hands under her big legs. What school was that? That was at Martin King. And she passed oh, away she about two best. years ago. And I'm telling you, I was devastated. But y'all, she had the biggest boom. Yeah, y'all, y'all remember the teacher with the big pointed bra? Yeah, yeah. But this lady that was, was a good bra. It was a good. <laughs> and she wound up teaching my son. But this lady would give the best hugs. And sometimes oh, coming from home, wow. may have got yelled at or something but mm-hmm. that lady she invested in me and when i would i was a mm. daydream and i would look out the window and just go into it because it was a good place for me yeah. but she tracy come back come back do your work do your work and come over and mm-hmm. hug me and love on me those teachers wow. made yeah. a difference there oh, were absolutely. difficult times yes. in my life absolutely. and i don't know if we have all those teachers so it's right. different women that can input into these young ladies lives and i think that that's what you know Sorry about my soapbox, but I think. Oh no, because I'm glad you brought that up because she's like a was um, like a major inspiration to me because I would get to school early and my fingers were so cold. Come here, baby, come here. (laughs) I know how to warm your hands up. I mean, just like that grandma kind of soul. You know, and I would never, I don't even know how many times she did it. She may have done it once and it just stuck, right. you know, and it, it, it's that compassion that she um, saw you to me that, you know, it's like, you can't get that anywhere else. No. You know, I had a student the other day, I said, I said, scratch my back. And he's he's on the screen like that. I was like, harder, harder. He's going fast. I was like, go down a little bit, go down a little bit. I he I can hear him scratching the screen. And I was like, he said, he said, did I get it? I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go again, go again. I said, oh, that's better. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, this boy really feel like he's scratching my back, you know. So remember it though. You know, he's one of those ones that's always just out there not paying attention he does his class from here does his class from there you know Mm -hmm. he's just all over the place Mm -hmm. you know but just trying to center him and bring him in and things like that so you know and we we got to take care all of them boys we took care of ours you know even when i see little boys outside the market you know, when I went, I was with Jasmine. She was like, "Ma, please don't say anything." Oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes. Because the, maybe they don't have anybody to tell them. Exactly. Stop playing on those cards. You know, the cards oh, for yeah. people that ride. Stop right. playing on that card. Okay, and they stop. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's um, just that mothering should not yes. just stop with 
our yeah. our sons mm-hmm. it need to expand and you never know who you're touching i have some of my sons i'm teaching their girls now their kids now so yeah. it's like i'm gonna do for them the same thing i'm gonna do for their children the same thing i did for them yeah. right you know right. so we got to teach one reach one dig yeah. back and you know keep going forward with it one so, thing you know, I will say is that I really think that it's important, especially um, for young boys when they get to like middle school mm. and especially high school to, mm. and uh, to have male teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that um, my son, um, when he got to middle school and having some male teachers, it, I could see a difference. Like it was really pivotal for that age to mm-hmm. experience having male teachers. Um, he had this one particular female teacher <laughs> that, um, <laughs> you know how boys that is, uh, puberty time. That's and, right. um, they were so in love with this teacher <laughs> and his grades like started to slip a little bit and um she actually sent out something uh saying that she wanted to have a conference so i was like what is going on what are you doing why are you not turning your homework and why you know and he's like i don't know i don't know so the moment i got there and saw her well first of all when I got there and I had met him up at the school, so he was already there and two of his friends. So when he they saw me, they were like, Oh man, your mama here, like and then I could hear them um they talking about the teacher. They already knew. So then when I actually saw her, I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> I know what it is. And it's not just him. Because right. I could see they all probably huddled up talking about her. Giggling. So when I, yeah. So when I, I um, you know, I let her, you know, tell me everything. And, you know, she's just a smiling. And, you know, Marcel, he's a really good student. But, you know, um, for some reason, like, he get with his friends and he's, he's a lot of chatter. So I asked um, Scoop to go out in the hallway because <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass him. Scoop is Marcel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I only knew Scoop all these oh. <laughs> So, um, so I told her, I said, um, I just want to let you know. And I said, I will definitely get him together. <laughs> I said, but I'm going to tell you what the problem is. <laughs> and I told her, and she said, you really think? I was like, yes, indeed. I said, these boys are going through puberty. I said, and she was young too. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, not you know, like what they look at her like, oh, they close in age. But right. I was like, oh <laughs> my god! I was like, that's what it is. I said, I'm telling you, that's what it is. But um, I mean, he got himself together. <laughs> but I just really think that you know the the male teachers that he had, and in particular the black male teachers, mm-hmm. was really good. Like he just taught in a whole different way. Like the same caring that we're talking about, passing right. it on. Like he was giving those young black um, boys that you know, and they needed it. You know, I agree. I know once in Tehran's class, he had a male teacher, and he was telling me how hard it was for him to teach these young men who were 
he had to tell them sit down behave be quiet pay attention and they like i am not doing nothing you don't tell me what to do because at home they were told they were the man of the house mm-hmm. this guy was like well how can you be the man of the house and you 11 well, when i go home i gotta take out the trash my mother told me i'm the man of the house you can't tell me what to do and he said his biggest battle was battling these little men who think right. they're a man because wow. mommy said you're the man of the house but right. she's wrong mm-hmm. we know that mm-hmm. but you yeah, know, that's funny it was, a, it was an uphill battle for him but, I mean, he enjoyed what he did. But I just said, why are these ladies telling these boys they the man of the house? Right. You know? I, don't, I don't know or why. they either. don't get affirmation at all. Right. Um, I know my godbrother, uh, my godson's dad, um, he was working at a school. And he, he said he used to just talk to the young men so much because, you know, they, they just was somewhat kind of lost. Like y'all talked about earlier, you know, some people can't give what they don't have. And so it's like he took so many young men underneath of his wing. And so that's why I look at my godson, knowing that my godson, they have examples, so to speak. And so when you right. set the example for them to follow, young men to follow, they take heed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we was to take a toll with young men today and ask them um, who was influential in their life, they're going to give you that person who sowed that deepest seed. You right, know, whether it was you know Miss McMillan sitting on Cynthia's hand, something in her spirit, it's somebody who sold something into them um, that made them want to be better and want, for lack of better words, teach another, reach one, teach one. And so when that seed is planted in these young men, I believe that they'll go forth and do it. That's um, true. As opposed to um, just being shut off. I mean, I believe right. that we need to go back and get our young men. Um, that, that are lost. Yeah. We have to give them the same affirmations that were given to us, even if they're not our kids. Right. Um, and some of them are grown. I mean, I look at the career that I was in. I mean, I, I had grown men saying some things to me um, that were unbelievable that you would say to a woman and you came from a woman. Wow. But knowing that they may have never gotten that, that, that love and compassion. I used to say, look in the mirror. Uh, I, you don't see the reflection of your mom or your sister. You would never say that to them. Right. So don't say it to me. Sometimes you just have to put them on the right track to make them think. And when they start thinking about it, it'll change their way of thinking so that they'll be yeah. more respectful um, and know that, you know what, I got to have respect for women. Tupac wrote that song. Y'all know he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the respect of women, especially right. the you came from one. Yeah. So right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, I like to say it's. And it's not always about they need a father figure. Some of them do, some of them don't, but just grab them by the hand and take them and love them and just start raising them well, to do the right thing. I agree with most of what you said, but they do need father figures because yeah. I'm a woman. I cannot, I could have never taught Zori to be a man. I couldn't teach him how to stand up and pee. I couldn't teach him anything the men learn how to do. So I understand what you're saying. So women get you a good father figure or get you a good yeah. male role model for Absolutely. those boys. Because yeah. I am from the belief that a woman cannot teach a, a, a man how to be a man. Mm-hmm. Zep, a man. I, I agree. I agree with you, Zeb. But, but you have some women who will be with a man, right? For the sake of saying, I need a man to raise my kid. No, you don't, have to, my kid. you don't have to be with You can just have a role model for him. Right. Exactly. But you don't have to be, be careful with, with that. Yeah, definitely. Be careful. You don't that. have to be with them. You don't have to be with the man, but you need a good role model figure yes. for your male son. Yes. 
And I my just dad always say that I, I I raised my son to be a productive person in society. Mm-hmm. I am not a man, nor do I want to be a man. <laughs> and like Zeph said, there are some things that I know that I can't teach him. I can't get him to understand because I don't speak male mm. language right so i'm thankful that i had three i have three brothers awesome. thankful yeah. when my dad was alive like they have a very special relationship, relationship. and the the conversations i can't understand because i'm not a man so it is <laughs> right. important like zeph said to have a role model like you can raise your son mm-hmm. but Absolutely. you are not a man you can't give him those things that or those conversations that he would get from a man so, and i think we've taken too much we've we've taken too much because i think all of our all of us have family that helped yeah oh, and, and, and that's what i'm talking yeah. about so so that women don't have to feel like they have to have a man. Right, they don't. Right. right. That's all I'm trying to say. You don't yeah. have to have a man in your life as long as you have some role models, models to right. back you. Yes. Yeah. But you don't Grandfather, yes, right, right. Yeah, so your best friend, maybe you gotta you gotta include that statement, you know, because um when when I was a single parent, I was three in before I met Stanley. And um, I think Sarah was, um, Jasmine was two years old when I met him. Um, there's no way, I, I would have never taken my son's fishing. I just, I just wasn't interested. I eat fish, well, I'm going to take him fishing. You know, <laughs> right. um, you know he came along. You don't eat fish. Uh, if he, if Stanley cooks it. But again, like I, I could have never taught them how to <laughs> change a tire and all of that. You know, I used to cry and scream at Stanley. They don't need to be out there with them cars with you. They don't need to. Now Chad has taken that trade and he's the manager of Valvoline or was he moved to another position just recently. Right. <laughs> manager of Valvoline. That wasn't me. I didn't do any of that. And he will come back and say, man, I'm so glad that Stanley kept us out in the rain. And, you know, that was just watching it. Wait a minute, let me finish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, it was torture. It was torture watching that. And it's like, they don't need to know that. You know, all I could see was pain on my chest. Right, right, But I couldn't see the value that what he was doing with them and these cars, what they needed this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I... I had never taught that. Now, you were I being a mother, you yeah, wanted to save I really, them. I was, you know, now, see, y'all, y'all got to clean up. You got to cook the, this, and they know those things for me. But those things that they need to survive out there when their vehicles break down, when somebody else's right, vehicles break right. down, um, some of these things that I could never do. You know, I probably could if I had that as a trade, but right. I don't. So I'm not saying that I needed him for that. But thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know right. what? You know, I must be, I must be the exception to the rule. Go ahead, right? exception. Because <laughs> my dad, right, made sure I knew how to do everything. So I had to check the oil, the transmission. I had to wow. learn how to fix a flat. Wow. Right. Anything that the major parts of a car, windshield wipers, windshield wiper fluids, I had to know. So because listen, he said, I took that up at Forest Park. 
I didn't want to do right? it. But I passed that on to my daughter and my son. Oh, good for you. You follow what I'm saying? So there mm -hmm. is like an exception to the rule where you said Stanley had to teach that to your sons, right? Mm -hmm. I taught that to my son and my daughter. Good for you. That's you know, this is, this is what you need to do. When she went away to college, I was like, look, I'm, I'm going to teach you like my father taught me. Right? So again, I had a dad all, all my life. My kids didn't. That's a and there's some and there's some people that don't. And then you have role models who will teach you these things and then you have some right. that won't. Right. And like I said, you know, I must be the exception to the rule because what I learned, I had to teach it to my kids. My father also taught me how to screw with a screw gun, you know, put up drywall, mud, anything in a house, my father taught me how to do. He imparted it to a, you with him. But right. He I, to him. He I don't think it's necessarily a rule. It's just that that's what happened in your household. Right. Yeah, right. that's right. what happened I in your mean, household. I mean, you are the only girl out of three. So right. it's like, I can see that happening. Uh, right. you, know? you, have, you have all of this male right. testosterone around you. <laughs> all of this going in, you're going right. to jump in. Uh, when I was, he's not going to have them playing. He's not going to say, "Okay, we're going to play dolls." All yeah. that testosterone, everybody get out your head. Right, you're going to learn what all we you know. Get out your right. Absolutely, you know. And I was old about, but in thinking about when I was a single parent, I learned how to do a lot of things on my own. Yeah. I could put up a ceiling fan. Yes, I can. Right. You know, so I, I had to learn. So I can hook up a washer and a dryer because yeah, girl. What I, I had to do. Right, but right. am I going to teach them, though? Since he got it, go ahead. <laughs> right. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, back to what we were talking about last week. When Joanne but if he said, was single, man, you would teach him. Women, but when Joanne was saying, let a man be a man, go ahead and be a man. And and you can show those things right. now that I don't have to. But. If the wires were crossed, if the roles have changed, if and I, I did not have him, right. I would have to, I would have to. Yes. But since now I don't have to, and now God has sent someone to me to relieve me of yep. those things, go right ahead and you. be the man <laughs> you want to be. But wow. our bond between our sons can never be no. broken no more never be broken mm -hmm. no matter what we do because no, I, I know some it. parents who are horrible to their sons but that's who they want to see they want to see their mothers oh yeah yes <laughs> they do so they I, look, absolutely I don't know about you do. guys but i look frozen on my screen yeah you are you was you was but in closing this subject out just thinking about our boys and our bonds we will have those bonds forever. No matter if we, you could do anything to your child, like not feed them for a week. They still <laughs> going to say, mom hungry. They mm -hmm. hardly ever go to dad and say, dad, uh, right it's that bond you have. It, it's that, that nurturing that they see in you. You know, and sometimes we don't see it ourselves, you know, but they see this in us. They know who to go to for that rub mm -hmm. and that hug. And mm -hmm. because, you know, some men are like, boy, get, get out of my face, you know, <laughs> be a man, man up, things like that. But they know we'll sit there and we'll listen with our heart first, you mm -hmm. know, because we have that kind of compassion and it will never, ever, ever go away. 
No, it won't. So this, I don't know if this could be a part two, or maybe we could bring on a son. Oh yeah, that would. Yeah. How about we bring on all our sons? Well, I'm the one with all the, right. all the, you know. So you got to pick you know. your favorite. Uh, <laughs> then all three of them are going to sit right here, exactly around me because so then, who's your favorite child? Is my no favorite child is the one that I'm favorite. talking to. The, um, right, I hear you, Tracy. My my actor is my favorite. <laughs> My Aww. my boss man is my favorite hit. Look, look. My my independent, career minded thinker. He's my favorite because of what he do. My 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 uh my road dog who is truly a road dog. He's out there on the road and he does the day going thing. Don't know how he get it done, but you know he's my favorite for what he can do. What I'm saying is um, our sons cleave to us for whatever reason or whatever comforts we give them. And that's why we give it to them because they, we want them to pass that on to their, their, you know, born their sons or daughters or whatever. Right. So um, not saying that we don't need a man, but we can do these things. It's just that we need the assistance of a role model. Yes. Show them the way. And that's all, that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But, I thank God for my dad because he's an excellent role and model. There you go. All right. All so. right. Well, thank you, Cynthia. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. And maybe, yeah, we may do a part two to this and bring a son or two or three or four or five. <laughs> Seven. 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 Eight. Seven. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah, because I can definitely <laughs> see some more that we can uh, delve into this, you know, especially how they try to be yeah. your father. Right. Let's uh, ask our sons what they think they, of their when mamas. They get grown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so wow. yeah, we definitely can go into some other avenues of this. Mm -hmm. But thank you so much, ladies, for um that was a good segment. All right. So we're going to move on over to the voice of the community. Any shout outs for this week, ladies? Yes, I'd like to give a shout out to Pascal Records, Mr. Eclectic. You can find him on YouTube at Mr. Eclectic. And what is it that Mr. Eclectic? Music, house music, all kinds of music arrangements. Okay. All right. Write that down. Music arrangements. Music arrangements. Okay. Cool. I have a shout out how we're always supporting um, upcoming businesses. This is a young lady who is a Bowie State um, University student mm -hmm. over this pandemic. As a matter of fact, she started her own lip line. Oh my gosh. Called mm -hmm. Star Stress Cosmetics. Um, her name is Asia Johnson. Um, she can be reached at starstresscosmetics.com. And her lip paint does not get on these masks, ladies. So if you have to go somewhere and you're taking off your mask, it will not be on your mask. It will not be on your glass. It will not be on your okay. straw. Um, All right. Star stress. Um, star stress. It's S-T-A-R-S-T-R-E-S-S. -S, star stress. Star stress cosmetics. I'll be sure to submit the information in so you can All find right. it on social media platforms. Please support okay. her. 
a young lady upcoming who had a vision and her mother supported her and she is off to a great start. Asia Johnson. All right, Asia. All right. And she is on Instagram if you want to go look at it. Just put in star stress. Star stress. Star stress. Okay. I'd like to shout out a young lady who does graphic designs. If you need business cards, flyers, invitations, whatever you need done graphically, classy. Um, it is gracefuldesigns.co. It's our Instagram. And she's my niece. And she's wonderful. Oh, okay. Um, Good. She does an excellent job for her sorority and for people around whoever's used her. It's called at gracefuldesigns.co. If you need What's whatever, sorority? Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. All right, AKA. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, you said at Graceful Designs? Okay. At Graceful Designs. At CO. Yeah, she does an excellent job on everything she does. Good, 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 good. Greatness. So I just want to shout out, Um, you know, I'm still on my... Um, I, I don't even want to say vegan because I do eat seafood. Right. Um, so you're called a pescatarian. Pescatarian. Yes. My no meat. Right. right, right, right. So um my, my friend over here, Zethray, took us to this restaurant called Dudas. What? And I just yeah. want to shout them out because yeah, Dudas. So oh, yeah. good. Y'all and had a date got, at Dudas. And they had sweets. <gasps> that are phenomenal. Their desserts. I'm, I'm telling you, like my son, cake, lemon ate cake, the cake. He didn't even know cake. it was vegan. Oh my gosh, y'all know, really? y'all know delicious. They got any chips? They got any chips there? Y'all know I'm a cake connoisseur. Y'all know I'm a cake connoisseur now. Chips Ooh, is a dessert. My middle name could be cake. Oh yeah, my gosh, cake. I know. Wow. Cake is I, I love when Rihanna made that song. Cake, cake, cake. Yeah. <laughs> I know they ain't talking about cake, but that is my favorite. Oh my yes. Where is it? So chip, you can chip, um, chip, chip, chip. cake. So you can it's the cake um, for me. It's you can reach them on IG at um Duda's Kitchen. It's D-O-D-A-H apostrophe S Kitchen. Where they and located. they're located on um, twelve ten North Charles Street in downtown Baltimore. Okay. Follow me, I'll take you there. <laughs> All, right. All right, follow me. You follow me. Yes. Follow like me. Shout out my son, of course, because Ooh. I would be remiss and a bad mommy if I don't. But my Absolutely. son is the bomb. He has a moving and hauling and cleaning company. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Your son is the bomb. He yeah. Yes, he truly is, he is the he bomb. Is. And where did he get it from? The bomb. <laughs> Trust me, believe there was a village. There was a village. There is hey, a village. Hey, so that's I'm right. Get credit to the village. He, there's Give a village. Credit to the village. It's TNS moving and hauling and cleaning. If it needs to be cleaned, my son will make it into a new space. Absolutely. Um, he is on Facebook. TNS on Facebook. I'm not sure the IG, but the number is um one six six seven three zero five zero six three four. It's TNS hauling and cleaning, and he will take good care of you. Um, yes. call my son, you know, make his <laughs> life great. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, his oh, name is Teron Massey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. 
All right. Yes, ladies. Thank you so much um, for shouting out the businesses. Absolutely. Um, for right. our new listeners, um, the voice of the community is the segment where we shout out um, small businesses, entrepreneurs um, that we have experienced or know or our family. <laughs> yeah. um, because of this trying time that we're in, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Mm. So we're just really trying to um, get some support for these small businesses that we know of and have experienced great service from. Um, so if you are an entrepreneur or you know someone that's an entrepreneur or know someone that has a small business or have you went to a small business that you really enjoyed the services or the product, let us know about it. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead over to our social media, our YouTube page, or you can hit us at our email at mahoganyvoicespodcast. <laughs> Um, at gmail.com um, to let us know and we'll shout it out in the next um, episode, okay? Alright, alright, alright. So next up is Cynthia to pick the next topic of uh, next week. Gotta pick found our resident. Yes. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> it's picking Let's time. Let's go, Sarah. Let's go, Sarah. Let's go, Sarah. Let me see. Sarah. Let's see where she is. I hope she didn't fall. It's early. You know, you're yeah, we, the drop of a dime. Yeah, we doing it. Uh, we are doing a special uh, recording session today. It's yes. 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock. Till four o'clock in the afternoon. Four twenty-eight. Um, because of the Super Bowl, because we want right. to watch the Super Bowl, so we had to come on early. <laughs> <laughs> so we just waiting for our, Sarah. Um, come on, Sarah, before I pick it for you. Voices, Junior. Junior. <laughs> Junior. Junior, Miss. That's a cool T-shirt too. I'm gonna make that. You gonna pick Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. Sarah. Can you say hi? Smile. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Here you go, pick. Let's see. Upside down. <laughs> That's the one we put back last week. How'd they get back in here? <laughs> All right. So. Ooh. <laughs> Aging parents. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm. I, yeah, Can we put that one. back? Can that's we put that back? <laughs> no. That can go both one. ways. That can go both ways. <laughs> that could be me too. Sarah, put pick again, Sarah. Pick again. <laughs> I'm an aging parent. Sarah, come back. Sarah. Every time I go to read something, I know I'm an aging parent. I'm like, every time I, why my right. <laughs> well, 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 that was more so for people our age range dealing with our aging parents and the different mm -hmm. things that we're going through, just so people won't feel like they're in it alone. Right. There are other people that Absolutely. have the same type of 
issues and concerns with dealing with aging parents. So that's what that one was more about. I only got one concern. So, um, no, we'll, save it for we'll, next we'll week. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I only save got one. For, got save it for next week. Short and sweet. <laughs> save it for next week. <laughs> save your short and sweet because you know your short and sweets turn into uh, Girl, long and drawn. Long, <laughs> long and drawn. <laughs> it, it wasn't long this week. It was short and sweet. Thank God. <laughs> it ain't gonna be long no more. <laughs> Because remember, I wasn't finished. <laughs> right. I don't okay. know what happened that show. <laughs> you wasn't finished. <laughs> All right. So we got it was too late. Out. Anybody have any uh last comments uh before we wrap this show up? Mm. Any last comments you want to say about? topic or... yes great job to all the single parents out there and not so single parents and not so single parents because <laughs> not everybody's single right so all right raising their boys i'm sorry oh, she said oh to the ones who want to be single <laughs> i'm just joking. <laughs> okay i'm just joking. yeah they really know they want to be single but, but they don't want to say it Hey, hey, that, that ain't funny. Joanne I was like that. Joanne is about to talk. Okay. Go ahead, Joanne. <laughs> I, I just like to leave uh, this one, um, one note, one message for everyone who's watching and listening for the month of February. Such a beautiful month it is. Yes, it is. Oh, like boy. To make. Mm. It is Heart Disease Awareness Month. Um, yeah, and I think all women should be aware of that. Be aware of your bodies and be aware of that it is a disease that kills um, one in three women um, every minute. Um, so the statistics are very high and it's something that we don't take um, serious and we can't take it for granted. So um, make yourself aware, get checked, um, know what's going on with your body. Um, we don't just wear red just to uh, symbolize that um, it's out of love or it's heart, but right. it is a heart disease that kills us as women. So we need to take care of ourselves. All right. Take care of yourself, yeah. Shorty. And then on the last note, you know, February 10th would, will be this show coming out. That was the day that the U.S. passed the Civil Rights Agreement, 20, 290 to 130. All right. That's your Black History fact. All right. Okay, so tell a friend to tell a friend, to tell a friend and all your family too about Mahogany Voices podcast, you know, and then we want you to go and go to our social media, YouTube page, like, share, subscribe, uh -oh. and don't forget to hit that bell. You just... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget to hit that bell um, my, my thing came up saying internet unstable or something <laughs> we'll start all over it's and, just um, funny. and so yeah and follow don't forget to follow um, mm. all because don't mm. want to miss our episodes so if you hit that bell on YouTube it'll let you know notify you of when a new episode is out which comes out every Wednesday okay all right. So as always, talk that talk and don't be afraid to use your voices for good, not evil. 
continue to be the MVP in your own life. And until next time, peace. Yes, it's over. Number eight is in the bag. Two more left to hit ten. Your son Ooh. number one. <laughs> yes. number one. I like those shades, number one. We end bye bye. Definitely How y'all gonna end with? I'm the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry, but no, you know we gonna get you on mommy here, Chad. That's right. Hold up, look, I can't point like that. Ooh, boy. Oh, I love all of y'all. Love we love you back. Love you too. Fly though. I need those shades. Definitely, he is too young. He's too. Young I just to need the shades, up. not the man. The shades. Right. Oh, duh. Got an episode over. Oh, you can't. Okay.